0: This is the Scratching and Surviving podcast where we together will learn what it takes to achieve extraordinary results, and I am your host, Aries Webb-Williams. What's up? I'm so excited. I feel like I have not been in your ears in a very long time, and I am so glad to be back ready for the new year. 2019 is here, 2018 is gone, gone, gone. Yeah, so I've been pretty busy and spending time with my family over the holidays, and that has been great. Spending time with the boys, my dad came to visit for about 10 days and that was great. My kids love it when their grandpa comes, they go play golf and baseball and he gets to teach them every single thing he can think of while he's here. (laughs) And so that was fun. I, uh, trying to prioritize my life. So I wanted to talk about goal setting. You know, that's what we're doing now. It's the new year and everybody's like fresh slate. We're gonna start, you know, our new thing. We're gonna get our workout regimens together get our new businesses off the ground. We're going to look for a new job. We're going, you know, whatever all those goals that we set for ourselves every year, I don't do resolutions anymore. I just set goals. I've always been a goal setter. I think I've been one of those people who are like, oh, I want to do this. So what do I need to do to do that? Okay, great. I'm going to go do these things. As I sat down to think about how I set my goals, it was amazing to kind of walk through my path of how I get to each phase. I don't really do a whole lot of, <laughs> it's not a super long thought process. I just decide what I want. You know, I I I got to the point where I matured enough to start praying about it first, asking God what he wants, you know, for me, because there was a point where I was just setting goals and I'm just, just making up stuff. And that wasn't really what I wanted. It was just something that I thought I wanted. And so I'm over that now. <laughs> i rather do what God wants me to do. So although now let me put a disclaimer there. I don't always do what he tells me to do. That's the bad part. And that's what I'm waiting on. I'm working on. So pray for me in that regard. But um, when it comes to setting goals, I have started a habit of, you know, really sitting down and focusing and praying and meditating on what is the goal that what's the goal that I should be looking to accomplish and why, right? What's the what's the purpose? That's actually my number one point for this week. When determining what your goals should be, you know, you should do what you need to do to focus, get you some time away from the distractions of the world, social media, the news, your friends, whoever. Sit down and pray. Meditate, whatever it is, and get a clear space to just think about what goals you need to accomplish this year for your life. That's number one. I don't even. I'm not even real big on focusing on the whole year, but I'm. I am about having like a goal to to reach toward by the end of the year. But I break my goals down so that they're not like so far away because I'm good at procrastinating, and I will make up a whole. reason of how I can wait until the last minute to do this. So I have to break them down in bite-sized chunks or else I will not make it. So, yes, I' am a person who has a vision board. I'm actually late creating the one for this year um and some of it is just really to focus it's a focus it's a focal point, right uh, the vision board is not going to have everything on there. It's not what you're looking at in order to take action necessarily on the goals It's more of that vision for the end of the year like that is I want to keep those words that are on the board in my mind I want to keep that picture in my mind because I do believe in the power of the mind and what we focus on is kind of what we we lean towards so I do have a vision board and like I said I got to work on mine I got a million magazines sitting next to my bed I've been gathering them so that I can make it the way that I want Um, but one of the things, like I said, pray, meditate, figure out what the goal is, why you're setting it. So that's your what and your why, right? Then you want to make it a goal that has an end date. It's almost like in project management when it's like it's not a project if there's no end date. Like you got to have an end date so that you can begin with the end in mind, right? Set a time frame. It's like okay, I have until X date to accomplish this particular goal. That way, you know, you're not just aimlessly saying you're going to do this one day. Like and then once that date passes, you know, you that's the deadline. So you got to have a a end date for this so that you can know whether you accomplished it or not. And I like doing, um, I'm into quarterly goals now. So like 90 days, then reevaluate, change it, adjust it. You know, I'm about flexibility. Um, I'll talk to you guys a little bit later about how I did that with my financial goals, but I don't like the problem I have with rules (laughs) are when they're not flexible. So It's like you gotta have some, make some room in there for adjustments. You know, I could said a year ago, and then what if I changed my mind? I don't want to do that anymore. Now, I need to, you know, make some changes, and I don't want to feel like I failed, you know, at this. So, you know, create your end date and let yourself um, off the hook a little bit. And a lot of times, you know, you really want to set a date that's that's reasonable you know, some people say do 10 year, five year, one year. And it's like, I like that. But at the same time, I don't know really what I'm going to be doing in 10 years. Now I can have kind of an idea, but it always cracks me up, you know, like on those dating things, they'll be like asking, so what's your, what's your five year goals? Don't ask me that. Cause I, it changes sometimes, but <laughs> what's your five year goals? Uh, yeah, that's not necessarily the easiest one. Um, I have some general things that I'm thinking about, but yeah, no, can't give you all that. Anywho, um, so that's number two, set an end date. Number three, list your goals in order of priority and by category. So like for me, I'll do like personal goals and business goals. I keep it simple. Personal can be my family goals, you know, for me and the boys to be like, oh, we want to take a vacation this year. Um, we want to go to X place, you know, so that means I have to create uh, a plan for that. And then it might be spiritual goals where I'm saying, I want to start, um, I want to have read the whole Bible by the end of the year, you know, or something like that. I wouldn't, I don't like that kind of goal, but something where you're like, I want to get to this level or whatever, start praying more or whatever. So these are personal type of goals. Then or weight loss or something like that. Right. Then I would do a separate section for business. So either, you know, if you have your own business or if you want to start your own business, say that because that's been one of my goals. Start your own start. my. I want to start my own business by this date. I want to have my LLC by this date. I want to have my this by that. Like you create the goals based around what you're trying to do. Um, it could be about pos- position or something like I want to, you know, management position or a director role or VP role or become the CEO by this date. I mean, that could be a goal, you know, and then what you have to do so that way you're categorizing them and they're not just like all mixed together. I feel like having some organization in it, it'll help you focus on them a lot better um, in the way that you need to, because when we move to number four, you need to have an action plan associated with each of these goals. Right? So I can have a goal to say, I want to be, the CEO of wherever by the end of the year. But if I don't have an action plan behind that goal, how am I going to get there? Like you need a roadmap. So you need to say, okay, so now if 12 months is the goal, that's the end date that I gave myself, then I need to say, what am I going to be doing every single month up into that 12-month period so that I accomplish this goal? Then each month is going to be like, okay, so that's my month goal. What am I doing every week to get to this month goal, right? What am I doing every day to get to this week goal? What am I doing by the hour to get to the day goal? So, yeah, it does break down. And, you know, you may not be as big of a stickler as far as like how you break it down and walk through every single day and all that. But I do believe that there has to be some order there. There has to be some kind of system in place in order for you to track if you're on on track for these goals. Okay, number five, and the last one, is time blocking so that you can focus on them. You aren't gonna, you're never gonna have enough time to do stuff. If you're not, I have literally every single thing in my phone. I bought a planner and I've said, I'm gonna start writing in it a lot more because I want to see them visually, you know, that means I have to carry the planner around all the time, but I'm the type that I put every single thing in, in the calendar. If I say we're gonna have a conversation at this time, That conversation is in my phone blocked out because I will forget and then you'll call me and I'll be doing something else and then I, you know, feel bad. So, but just like at work, how people put time on your calendar, it's, you need to block out time saying during these two hours, while I'm focusing on whatever this action is that I'm supposed to be doing today, I won't be taking any phone calls. I will not be on LinkedIn. I will not be on Instagram. I will not be on whatever platform, right? Twitter or wherever social media and or watching TV or any of that like you are setting time aside to say that this is you know what you're going to do and the real thing is it's like the goals that you have should be something that you actually really want to do like if you create some random goal and it's not really something that you want to do you're not going to do it so what's the point just put stuff down that you really want to accomplish Because here's the thing. I sat down and I was just, like, thinking about how I got where I am today, which, and and I'm not saying it in a way like I've arrived in this place. No, I'm just, you know, sometimes I just trace back, like, how did I end up here? Like, um, and all of my steps were one step I wanted, you know. It's like how I got to Texas, I had no aspirations for being, you know, VP of blah blah or CEO or founder or any of that I just wanted to move to Texas so I can buy a house on my own and become a manager one day like that was the limit I was working in a call center I had I didn't like people telling me what to do I always made work work for myself and I always um was aspiring for something and I've even had you know Bosses tell me, like, you're always trying to get the – you're never satisfied. And it's like, no, I'm not because I know there's more inside of me and I have things that I want to get to. So each goal was based on something that I wanted, you know. And so literally I came here saying this better opportunity for me to get a management job, you know, at the call center. That's as much as I wanted to do. And when I would go look for jobs in the internal system, it's said MBA preferred. And I was like, hmm. Okay, I guess I got to go figure out, first of all, what's an MBA? <laughs> I'm not lying to y'all. What's an MBA and how do I get one? Got it. Look up schools. Okay, I'm going to move to Texas. What schools in Texas provide this degree? Great, wonderful, apply so that when I get there, I don't want anything to hold me back from them being able to tell me I get, you know, this role or whatever. And that was the goal for that point. Now, goal, accomplish, get MBA. Done we're getting there. You know, that's, that's how my brain works. So it was like, that's all I got. Then once I got there, see, this is what happens. I got exposed to people who were doing bigger things. Right. So my goal was small, you know, really in my mind, it was big at the time to me, but at the, but once I got exposed to other people who were senior managers and senior directors and VPs and CEOs of their company, once I got into the MBA program I was like, oh, wait, I'm the lowest. I'm at the lowest level (laughs) of the class. Like as far as I literally am working in a call center. These people are professionals and I really wasn't. And I knew I didn't belong in that class. And when I say belong, I mean, I didn't qualify at all. My grades were trash because during the time I was going to get my undergrad, I was going through divorce. I was having all kind of drama. I was broke. I was struggling. It was a struggle fest trying to graduate from undergrad. It took me forever. We've talked about this before, but so no, my grades were not the best at all. But I did a face-to-face with the dean when I came out here to check out the area. And he shook my hand and said, Welcome to the program after our 30 minute conversation, you know? And I thank God for that because um, and this is kind of a sidebar, but like you gotta recognize, and this goes back probably to number one, about praying and meditating to figure out what the goals are. Discovering your gifts is a pro is a process, right? And I might do a whole nother podcast on that because it really is a process and it's amazing as it becomes revealed to you. Some people get it early and some late, like me. But anyway you know, my gift was helping make room for me in different spaces where, no, you don't qualify. But, hey, I knew how to talk. <laughs> I knew how to have a conversation with someone. And somehow, someway, the Lord touched that man's heart and allowed me to be in that program. Um, so I was like, cool, great. Now, I was on the mission to get the house, you know, did that at the same time. So it's just different things. But I had plans in mind, and I had to take some actions in order for those plans to take place I had to come here I had to look at some houses I had to make sure my finances were decent enough my credit scores were decent enough in order to purchase a home I had to you know do what I needed to do in the class in order to graduate you know so mine would be things like graduate from college okay that's a goal you know so every little thing could be a goal but you just got to have some actions with them you know you can't be like I want to lose weight this is me right now I want to lose weight and then go eat a burger or some wings. Somewhere, (laughs) You know, it's like, do you really want to lose weight? I mean, come on. We just got to be honest about that part. And so that's it, really, you know. So it's like as we're out here setting all these resolutions and getting started for the new year, I just want to tell everybody that, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect with me. I'm not very consistent. I'm not the most disciplined person all the time. But when I have something that I really want, I will work hard for it and I will write it down. I'm good for writing some stuff down and being like check, check, check. Let do this. Check. Got this, check. You know, I set out last year and and some things that I put on that vision board have come to pass, you know? So that's the thing, you know, you got to just know if you really really want this, you got to put some work in. It's not just going to happen. You know, there is a quote that I love from FM Alexander and it says People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. And to me, what that says is, you know, habits create discipline. You're not just going to be like, I'm going to be more disciplined. It doesn't work like that because I definitely am not that person. But when I create habits for things that I really want, I do become more disciplined because I care about what I'm trying to do. And then you get used to it. And then now we can move on to the next thing. You may have to force yourself to create some habits, and I'm not saying that you got to wake up all early and go through all these strenuous things that some people say you have to do, but maybe you do need to wake up a little bit early. Maybe you need to go to bed a little early. Maybe you need to stop, you know, hanging out every weekend. Maybe you need to stop eating so much. (laughs) Maybe you need to stop whatever. As we're saying that we want to accomplish all these goals, let's think about what we're doing, how we're being intentional or not intentional about these goals, because you don't want to beat yourself up by the time February 28th comes around because you're not even close. like, And that's, that happens so much. Like we just got to really be, be diligent, you know, and, and really make sure that these are goals that you really, really want. And that's why the praying and, you know, meditating on it and, all of that stuff is important because um, we spend a lot of time doing frivolous things, you guys. We're on social media all day, every day. And if you're not on there promoting your business or doing something productive, you're definitely wasting time. I am one of them. And, oh, my God, that app that they put on your phone now with telling you how much time you spend on social media. It's like, really? Was I on there for that long? I mean, come on. So I'm trying to get better at that and, and get, off, get in there and get out of there because – I realize that, no, I don't have cable and I don't watch a lot of TV. But guess what? I'm on YouTube a lot. I'm watching a lot of stuff on Instagram. It definitely is not productive. And if you're saying you got these goals, then don't say you got the goals and don't have time for X, X and X. But you got time to be on YouTube for three hours a day. Like, come on. So we got to be real, real with ourselves about what it is we're trying to do and actually sit out to do it. So I'm excited to be back. I will be back next week and I'm excited. I'm back and I'm ready to be consistent. That is a part of one of my goals this year, um, finding new methods and ways as I learn this podcasting space. But thank you for listening. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Follow me on Scratching and Surviving on Instagram, Scratch and Survive on Twitter, and follow me on LinkedIn. This is the Scratching and Surviving Podcast, where we together will learn what it takes to achieve extraordinary results, and I am your host, Aries Webb-Williams.